0: Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to the Messy Masterpiece Podcast with Chad and Tori. Happy Saturday, or whatever day it is you're listening to this special Saturday episode, 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 episode. <laughs> that was like my little echo button I just had turned on. Anyways, thank you for tuning in. Tori and I are excited to do our devotional, and then, of course, jump into our long-form episode, where the long-form portion of this episode is going to be on what, babe?
1: On what we wish we knew back in the day.
0: Back in the day, and these things can also apply to present day. Yeah. So it's good that we learn these lessons, and so we're excited to share those with you. And of course, we're gonna do that for maybe ten to fifteen minutes, and then we're mm-hmm. gonna continue that conversation over on our Patreon. The link will be in the description of this podcast. Yes. Um, and yes. Yes. It, it's how like people from New Zealand and Australia say yes. Yes. Yeah. Pretty much. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. yes. <laughs> Sounds anyway. like you're saying Jess. Anyways, let's jump into today's devotional.
1: Uh, okay, you guys. Today we're reading out of a different devotional. We're actually reading out of one of Chad's favorites, uh, New Morning Mercies by Paul David Tripp. And it says, Grace frees you from the dissatisfying claustrophobia of your individualism to enjoy the fulfilling freedom of loving and serving God. Individualism is not freedom. It is bondage. Living for yourself is not liberty. It is a self-imposed prison. Doing what you want to do, when you want to do it, and how you want to do it has never been the good life. It has never, and it never leads to anything good. Making up your own rules and following your own paths lead to disaster. God calls you to himself and commands you to follow him so that by grace he may free you from you. In calling you to obedience, God is not robbing you of liberty, but is leading you to the only place where liberty can be found. To understand this, you must look at life from the vantage point of creation and the fall into sin. As creator, God designed you to live a dependent life. You were built for a life of loving, worshipful dependency and obedience. You and I just don't have the power and wisdom we would need to live an independent existence. To try to live life completely independent of God is like trying to drive a beautiful boat down a superhighway. That boat is a wonderful creation. Loaded with amazing design details, but it was not built to run on a hard surface. If you try to run it on land, you will destroy the boat and you will go nowhere fast. The entrance of sin into the world and into our hearts teaches us that we are not hardwired for independence. It also complicated things. The fall made us all a danger to ourselves. Because of the sin in us, we think bad things, we desire bad things, we are attached and attracted to bad things, and we choose bad things, and we are blind to much of this going on inside of ourselves. So not only do we need God's presence and his wisdom to guide us and protect us, but we also need his grace to rescue us. The doctrines of creation and the fall drives us to conclude that living for ourselves, that is, working to independently rule our own little worlds, can never work. Life is only ever found when we put ourselves in the hands of our Creator and cast ourselves on His amazing grace. An honest look at how you were put together by the Creator and that what sin did to you destroys any confidence you have in your ability to make it on your own and drives you to the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ. It really is true that individualism is a delusion, that joyful submission is the good life, and that Jesus alone is able to transport you from one to the other. If you find more joy in serving God than yourself— you know that grace has entered your door because only grace has the power to rescue you from you.
0: I love that because it really does challenge us Yeah, deeply it does. to a point where I, you and I mentioned in a devotional earlier in the week where we talked about how when you live for yourself and you pursue only the things that you want to pursue,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you're going to be going somewhere and what's left behind you is going to be a path of destruction. Yeah. And we we start to think that everything that was ever created, anything around us is made for our pleasure, yeah. our satisfactions. We have yeah. a craving, therefore I'm gonna get what I need from this and walk away from it. It's use and abuse. Yeah. And that's what individualism leads to. Yeah. But of course it's being marketed in a certain way of like mm-hmm. more self-help, more, um, what's that big thing in the beauty industry right now? Um, self, is it self care, self care yeah. and don't get me wrong. I'm a, I'm a huge proponent of mental health Yeah, I'm a, I re- and we also should be taking good care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. But I think it's, it's starting to take the place where it's just like, where where now if I have a chance to help someone, but it's going to disrupt my life, mm-hmm. I'm just going to choose me. Yeah. And so, yeah. It's almost like the self-help and self-care movement is now kind of encroaching on our ability to die to self. To sacrifice. To sacrifice. Yeah. And, so, and to love others more than yeah. we love ourselves. And yeah. so, um, yeah.
1: I mean, everything is so me-driven. And it really is so opposite of the Bible, which is we're supposed to die to ourselves every day. And it's more blessed to give than receive. But we live in a culture that... You know, we're berated by everything that's, this is gonna make you happy if you just get this new thing or what about that new thing? If I just get that thing, then my life will be complete. And we've lost the ability to be content in the present moment. We're always searching for that next thing, yeah. you know?
0: Yeah, and it, it just reminds me of one of my favorite verses, which is Galatians 5.1. Mm-hmm. It is for freedom that I've set you free. Therefore do not uh, shackle yourselves to the chains of slavery again. And I I guess that's going to help us segue into the next part of this uh, podcast episode where Tor and I are going to be sharing different lessons that we've learned that we wish we knew whenever we were a bit younger Yeah, because we don't want to keep making the same mistake. Mm -hmm. We've been set free of those. We've been given the wisdom uh, through Christ to not make that same mistake twice or 10 times if you're Chad. (laughs) But it's one of those things where we've been set free for, for the sake of freedom mm-hmm. and we yeah. don't want to keep doing what we've been doing because that is uh, shackles and slavery.
1: Yeah, for sure. What's that thing that's like, if you keep doing the same thing over and over again, you should expect the same result. Yeah. It's it's the Einstein quote. Yes, You know, yes. And, uh, the definition insanity. of insanity yes. is doing
0: the same thing, expecting a different result. Yeah. And I also love that other quote where if you change nothing, nothing changes. Yep. I love that. So do you want to kick us off, babe, and open up the door with something that you wish you knew whenever you're a bit younger?
1: Yeah, for sure. I feel like something I wish I would have known is that her success, whoever she may be, does not threaten my success. And that cheering her on and actually being excited for her wins would be so good for my personal soul. I think growing up in competition and pageants and dance and all of the things, everything, you know, was, it it was always for that win, you know, and there wasn't that like team mentality. And when you're thinking about living for the kingdom and in a kingdom mindset, um, I think it's really easy, especially in the age of social media to see what, she is doing and allow that to come into your own heart and think that you're behind or think that her success takes away from your success and get trapped in that mental battle of comparison and something i read this year really like impacted me but it was don't compare your first step to her 100th step and i really wish that i would have really taken that to heart a lot sooner
0: yeah that's so good I think it's important for us to all remember that this is not a zero sum game. Yeah. And if you don't fully know what that means, what that means is is that it's 60-40, 50-50, 70-30, mm-hmm. it all yeah. comes out to zero, mm-hmm. right? And no, like someone else can be successful and you can be successful too. Yeah. And that's a good thing. Yeah. And I think it's really important because it helps us to look beyond what we think we're missing, Mm -hmm. you know, and to just genuinely be happy for someone. yeah, Cause I I think there's something great that happens inside of there when you practice being happy for somebody Mm -hmm. who has something that you desire. Totally. It's a really good practice. Yeah. Um, something that I wrote down, I, I I think I'm going to butcher this because I've said it in my head like 12 times now. And (laughs) I said it one good time And then the other 11 times, I'm like, oh, I didn't say it right. So, (laughs) But I wish I would have known that this is a marathon and not a sprint. Yeah. I feel like everything that I was encouraged in growing up, uh, specifically in the school system, Mm -hmm. um, is that... This is the most important test you'll ever take. Totally. And the next week yeah. was the most important test you'll ever take. Yeah. Then the following week was the most important test you'll ever take. Right. And I was yeah. in constant stress. Yeah. I was in constant worry. I was, it was just like, it was not a fun way to go about life where you just feel like right. you're always stressed about what is the next thing. Yeah. And I was just thinking about how someone who trains for a marathon, how they train versus mm-hmm. someone who sprints, yeah. how they train. Someone who does sprinting for a living, uh, they do a lot of uh, twitch step training where they will practice developing muscles that help them with quick release and quick actions. Yeah. But if you're a marathoner, the way you stretch and the way you train is actually... Uh, anti twitch training right and so they actually really discourage people who run sprints to do long distance training because those muscles start to elongate and Mm. they mess up their twitch muscle reactions interesting and so i think for so long it took me a long time to recover from that this is the most important thing ever yeah and of course as you get older you look back and you're like oh wow whenever i was how how old were you in fourth grade eight or nine yeah I was was trying to do the math in my head I was like nine years old (laughs) and I took the standardized testing right yeah that was not the most important test ever.
1: No. And I was terrible at yeah. standardized testing. Neither was
0: the one in the seventh grade. Yeah. Neither was the one in the 11th grade. Right. Neither was those exams in college I stayed up all night for stressing about. Totally. I don't need to get into the perfect school. Mm-hmm. I don't need to. Right. Right. I don't need to have this much money in a bank account by this age to be happy. Right. I don't need to be married by this age or else I will look like a failure or alone. You know, like, yeah. I don't need to do that. Mm hmm. I don't need to do that. I can I can enjoy my life. I can enjoy the marathon training, which by the way, those people train for, uh, they, they condition themselves. They stretch yeah. properly for the long haul and they're prepared to buckle in for a long haul. And yeah. life is a long haul. Mm-hmm. There's so many changes. Tori yeah. and I have only been married for two and a half years almost. And right. we've been through so much in our two years. Yeah, we have. Oh my goodness. And <laughs> it's just one of those things where I just wish I would not have put so much pressure on myself yeah. that everything I do is just the most important thing ever. Yeah. And I, cause I would have enjoyed my life a lot more. Right. When I say enjoyed, what I mean is, is, I'm not like, just like, you know, just Saturdays for the boys, you know, you know what I mean? Not yeah. just go crazy, but I just, I would have been more mentally present. present. Totally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cause I remember there was a time in college when I was playing intramural softball with some, with some friends and I was, I was sitting on third base, not sitting, I was standing on third base. <laughs> And I remember thinking to myself, I should be sending emails right now. Hmm. It was 9 p.m. Right. And I was sitting on third base with my best friends thinking I should be sending emails for an internship right now. Mm. That's not a way to live. No, it's not.
1: No, that's something we probably need to think about, you know, even in this season. Of course. Yeah,
0: No, absolutely.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And it also reminds me that there is no such thing as an overnight success. You know, like it it goes back to your, your thought about the marathon, like any overnight success you ever think of, there's normally years of preparation. And I truly think that that's where your character is developed is in those years of pressing those years of preparation. And I would take character development every day over a booming bank account. Yes. You know? So,
0: yeah, I think another one that I have this kind of fun, Have you ever heard that quote, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is too good to be true? Yes. I think that's something I wish I would have known a bit earlier because you start to see certain opportunities. It's almost like the get rich quick schemes. You know, of course that's Mm -hmm. just one analogy, but there's also different people that'll come into your life where they just talk such a big game and then you sign up and you're just like, and then you get burnt I wish I would have had eyes to perceive. Totally. I wish I would have had wisdom to like look at a situ- situation and be able to make an educated decision on if right. I should move forward with that relationship or that job or that whatever it may be. Yeah. Because I was in a place again, where I thought everything was the most important decision of my life mm-hmm. and I would make decisions out of desperation. Right. I would settle into relationships that I knew weren't good for me because I'd, what if I never find someone else? Right. Right. Or... Yeah. Or I would uh I would entertain conversations and jobs and internships and stuff like that, or even school and classes, I would entertain things because I, I thought that I was just lucky to be a part of the conversation. Hmm. But if I would have taken a step back, I would have realized I'm not I'm not interested in this at all. Right. I'm only here because I'm afraid of not getting a job. Yeah. That's the only thing that's the only reason right. why I'm here right now. Right. And it's just so funny to look back, you know, however many years. And yeah. this is what we do for work. And, of mm-hmm. course, everyone has their own unique journey. You will do some jobs that you don't like. Totally. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. But I was putting myself in situations where...
1: You were making decisions based on fear. Yeah, I was exactly.
0: Yeah. I, was, I was desperate and I was scared. And I was acting like it's the end of the world. And I need to make the best choice right now. Yeah. Rather than just enjoying the process. Kind of like what you said a minute ago about how... I wish I would have just like stepped each step with like the knowledge that this is a journey mm-hmm. and it's not like I am like what you said going to be an overnight success. Yeah. I, it's going to take time, it's going to take practice and effort and yeah. and it's going to take that over years. Yeah. yeah. And but I think we're we're really in this instant gratification age where yeah. we want everything right now. Right. I mean like holy cow, Tor and I wanted pizza tonight. And I, I was debating, is it quicker for me to order delivery or is it quicker <laughs> for me to go pick it up?
1: Yep. And, and then it's then we just ate like, an entire pizza individually.
0: Are you upset by
1: that? No. I'm honestly slightly impressed by both of us. I'm not even mad. I'm not mad I'm slightly yet. impressed. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, there was something I was reading earlier, um, actually by Lisa Turkhurst. And it was like a letter that she wrote to her younger self. And I just wanted to read it. It says, dear younger me. When a relatively small thing suddenly feels like a consuming thing, remember the sky isn't falling, the world isn't ending, and there are people who still love you. Don't put your whole identity into the smallness of this situation. This too shall pass. Maybe not today, but one day. Seek grace. Own what you need to own. Forgive and forgive again. Take a rest Notice something beautiful, thank God, and exhale. Love an older and hopefully wiser Lisa. That's funny. And I just thought it was really good, especially the very beginning thing when a relatively small thing suddenly feels like a consuming thing. And I feel like that's something I'm still learning because it's always that one thing that feels consuming and like the world is ending, you know? And I wish that I had the eyes to see that five months from now. I'm not even going to remember that I was stressed about this thing. Yeah. You know, and it's really like not that big of a deal.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I am. I think my last one I'm going to share on here before we head over to Patreon is the more satisfied I am in Christ, the less I'm going to require the world to fill me up, to satisfy me. Right. And I think that if you are in a place where you're running around, when I say running around, I mean like you're kind of wandering earth and you're thinking that getting that test score is going to fix everything for you or dating that person and getting married to them is going to fix everything for you mm-hmm. or having this much money is going to fix everything for you or having this job that your parents are super proud of mm-hmm. or what it says about you, mm-hmm. what your job says, or your clothes, what they say about you, the more satisfied you are in Christ. Cause remember I didn't become a Christian until my last semester of college, mm-hmm. the last semester of undergrad. And so I didn't, this was like a crash course for me because I spent my entire years at college projecting who I think I'm supposed to be onto everyone around me. Right. That's what that's what you do as a non-believer. It's just like I'm just trying to figure out who I am, and I'm trying to figure it all out. So I'm gonna throw it. I'm I'm throwing all these noodles at everyone and seeing which noodles stick. Yeah. I'm seeing which ones people actually react to. But if I were satisfied in Christ then I would be able to walk in my own unique identity yeah. without the need for affirmation of other people. Right. And that's probably a really big one for me that I'm actually I wanna even unpack that more on Patreon. Yeah. Sorry to Let's leave you on a that. cliffhanger there. But do you have any any other ones, baby?
1: No, I just I, I would love to talk more about that confidence that you get when you're walking in your true identity in Christ mm-hmm. versus the yeah. identity that the world has given yeah. you.
0: That that really is when people ask me what my life is like now as a Christian versus a non Christian, one of my favorite things about being a believer is that Christ gave me an identity mm-hmm. and I'm unique. Yeah. And I'm fearfully made. Yeah. And I know that. Mm-hmm. I really like I, I know Tori's laughing at me right now. She's smiling, <laughs> looking at me. Oh, I know that. Mm. and i love it i'm mm-hmm. not there's not a bragging thing we all are that way yeah but i'm living in it and i'm excited totally. for it and i'm thankful for it yeah and so i can't wait to unpack more of that sorry to leave you all on a cliffhanger if you're still listening this far <laughs> but we do want to leave some room for prayer and to open up the floor for you guys to pray yes. uh, and then we're going to finish this conversation over on our patreon yeah Let's would do you do like it. to pray sign out baby
1: yes Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you that we can unpack thoughts with you, that we can process things with you, that we can reflect on things with you, God. Things that we wish maybe we would have unpacked a little earlier, God, but it doesn't matter because your grace is sufficient, So, Lord, thank you for wrapping us in your grace when we come to you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for teaching. Thank you for sending your Holy Spirit to live in us, to convict us, to reroute us, to take our thoughts captive and make them obedient unto you. God, we just pray that as we learn, we would teach others, God, that When we step on a landmine and we realize, dang, I wish we hadn't done that, that we would remember that feeling and we would try to tell more people about how to avoid that thing. God, we have your word as a guide. I pray that we have this fire to read it, to study it, to memorize it, to meditate on it, God, because it is good and it is refreshing to our souls and it will fill us with peace that we will not get From anything on earth, God, it's only from you. So thank you. Thank you for your healing power. Thank you for just how good you are. Thank you for loving us and seeing us and being with us. Thank you for going before us, beside us, and behind us. That you truly surround us and that you are for us. Lord, if you are for us, who can be against us? So, Lord, we're going to open up the floor right now for our listeners to continue pressing in in prayer. And Chad and I are going to be praying in agreement with them. Love so abounding, we will
0: endure. amen god amen amen y'all thank you for tuning in uh we're going to continue this conversation over on patreon like we said a hundred times <laughs> i'm sorry and uh and if we don't see you there then we'll be talking to you tomorrow
1: talk to you guys tomorrow
0: love you bye my voice broke